334. Welcome back into the Matt Mosley Show. Tom and Steven in for Matt. Takes two to replace him, doesn't it? Uh, glad you're with us on this Monday afternoon. It's turned into a nice day. This morning it was, uh, man, some sprinkles and some clouds. and But t- today, I mean, this afternoon, it's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, St- Stephen, were you surprised the Astros didn't make it, make the comeback, didn't get the, the four in a row? I- I'll be honest, I didn't think that that was, that was very doable. But when they got to three, I thought, well, what's going to stop them now? Nothing. I thought because they made it to a game seven, they were going to yeah. finish that thing out. Now, yeah, it's uh, that's a big ass, a heck of a task. Yeah. But they fell behind early in game six and came back. And I just thought, man, the mental toll on the race is probably going to be too much. But what happened is Charlie Morton was on the mound and he basically didn't allow that to, to continue. He pitched a really good game. Now, didn't go super deep, only got through five and, and two-thirds, but was good enough. They hit some home runs early, and that probably had to make him feel good after three tough losses in a row. But really impressive effort by the Astros. I mean, they were under five hundred in the regular season. I thought they were going to be a quick out in the playoffs, and that wasn't the case. They beat a good A's team. They pushed the Rays to seven. Uh, Dusty Baker did a really nice job filling in. I assume he's probably gone now and they'll go a different direction. But with all the adversity that they faced, uh, he did a really good job keeping those guys ready to to play baseball. That's interesting. You don't think he's the guy? Oh, no. Yeah, he's just a – he was just a – Plug and play, huh? Placeholder. Now, he did a really nice job, so maybe they – Why would – I mean, why would he not be considered for that job? I mean – Oh, I just felt like he was an emergency – we're bringing this guy off the bench because our manager got suspended for a year late in the process and he can, he can stabilize this thing for a season. It'll be interesting to see. I th- I'm with you. I think he did a heck of a job. Just remember how shorthanded they were not only in the regular season, but in the playoffs as well. I thought, I thought he and that staff did a heck of a job of managing the, that pitching staff. And, and, and that wasn't easy, Steven, as you know, we've talked about it a million times with no days off in one of those in those series how you handle starting pitching is just i mean it's the key to everything because if you get into your bullpen early and and blow them up then what do you do i mean so sometimes you have to kind of ride a guy that may not be going well you have to kind of figure out can i ride this guy for another inning get another two-thirds of an inning managing the pitching in in these in in these playoffs has been to me the most important element of managing and i do notice that in the world series format there are two built-in days off even though they're playing all the games in arlington there are two built-in days off and that makes sense even if you're in that same place to to give guys somewhat of a break and spell your pitching staff and no the astros were great and their bullpen got better Uh, you don't usually Mm -hmm. see that but their bullpen had really struggled in the regular season they came through in the playoffs and aside from Grinky and McCullers, too, they didn't have really any true starters. Other Look at than those young those kids that pitched. I mean, Valdez was fantastic. Um, Luis Garcia had to throw some some spot starts. He did a, an amazing job. And maybe he changed their mind. I just felt like when it happened, he was a, a guy that was going to come in there. Everybody loves Dusty. Super popular dude. He would sort of help the image of that organization. And he could also keep them competitive. But in the playoffs, he was really impressive, and he got them 
further than, than anybody thought they'd be. And you're right. I mean, and, and that very well me very well may be the case. But uh, after getting a taste of what uh, he was able to do and the way that 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 roster responded to him, I mean, shoot, would okay. So now your management are you are you now changing the way you think about Dusty, or you're are are you saying we got to go out and and start a search for for that uh, for that manager? You at least have to consider it. But I, I'd also want to know. I mean, Dusty's an older guy. Does what he, is he? Seventy one probably i'd have to look does he want to do yeah the 162 game good, grind good, good point does he want to do it for more than just a season because if if he's not gonna be there for more than a couple of years it might be worth moving on to the the guy who you think is going to be the, the manager of the future but no he did a, a fantastic job and i think a good enough job exceeding expectations of the playoffs that you should gauge what his interest is and, and see what he thinks about coming back and, and give it another go. Internet says he's 71, and we all know You're if it's right. on the internet, yep. it's it's the truth. So uh, 71 years young for Dusty Baker. And, and you're right, he may not want to manage. He may not want that grind. Uh, of that, you know, but, wow, did he did he ever do a heck of a good mm-hmm. job, in my opinion. So, uh, and, and, again, I think I think the roster, with all the things that was going on, they responded to, to his leadership and what they were trying to – trying to get accomplished so and, and then you have on the flip side the Rays and uh I mean the Dodgers and the Braves in the National League and boy that was an that was a terrific series as well I I think the Braves got just about all they can out of that roster they they got after it pretty good and you know uh I hit here a, a strike there and, and we're talking about the Braves in the World Series I mean it was it was that competitive of a series a huge win for the Dodgers who had all the expectations and, and all the pressure going into that. I, I wasn't surprised that they rallied and a big comeback win last night. Uh, just an amazing at bat from Cody Bellinger who ends up hitting the bomb that, that won that thing. Ooh, was uh, that a hit? I saw some questions, you know, the way Dave Roberts managed his pitching in that series was sort of questionable to me starting Dustin May yesterday. And apparently he didn't know until that afternoon that he was going to get the start in game seven. And I know they were only trying to get a couple innings out of him, but it, that didn't go super well. They were able to overcome it, though. He left Kershaw in there too long in, in Game 5. But, uh, hey, they they found a way to, to rally and, and get it done. And now they're in the World Series, which is where everybody thought they would be. But a, a great job by L.A. And, yes, the future's bright in Atlanta. They're a fun team to watch. They're young. They got a lot of talent. Uh, they just couldn't close that thing out. And they have fun playing the game. It's pretty mm-hmm. obvious watching that dugout that those guys, they're having fun playing the game of baseball. A couple good young teams like that, the Braves and then the Padres, two teams that have a ton of fun playing ball, and y- you can see that they're building something there. You, you know those those unwritten rules, you didn't show up a guy when you hit a home run and you, you didn't celebrate certain things. That stuff's gone. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I like I like the fact that there's a little emotion, you know, that you don't have to uh, you don't have to try to conceal your emotion when when something good happens. Why every other sport you can get excited? Why can't you get excited? Well, let me say, except for golf, you can't get excited in golf. I mean, but you you know what I'm saying? I mean, why can't you show some emotion when you hit a grand slam? When you're Max Munson, and you put one in in the seats in a in an 11 run first inning? Heck yeah, you should be able to show emotion. No, I, I love it. I, I think I'm fine with it all. It can be a little over the top if it's in the middle of July, but playoff games, yeah, do 
do whatever the heck you want. That's a huge deal. Bellinger dropping the bat and strutting. That's, I mean, that's the biggest home run of his life. I get that. And I think it's also okay. All right. If you want to, uh, kind of taunt a home run or, or admire a home run, then you're probably going to get Bean the next time. Yeah, oh, I was just there. fixing to say, and, in back in the day, you were going to wear one. And that's that's just part of it. And if that's how they want to police it, then that's fine. I know eventually that stuff can get out of hand, but I think that's largely okay if, if everybody handles it the right way. Uh, but, yeah, I like seeing these guys have emotion. I think baseball needs more of that. They need there, – there's too much um, – there's too many anonymous players in that league that, that don't really get a lot of recognition – and, and Mookie Betts is one of them. He's an amazing player, and he showed some emotion after robbing some home runs in that series, and, and that was a welcome sight. So I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about Max Muncy for obvious reasons. He's obviously a, a local guy from Baylor University, but how many guys do you see swing that, that hit for power and have that kind of command of the strike zone? That guy, I mean, he just is not a bad ball swinger. He does not swing at pitches out of the zone too often. He has great command of the strike zone. And a lot of times when it's a power hitter, it's either hit it out of the park or strike out. You know, they're swinging from their, from their heels. But he walks a lot. He, he got some key hits in this series, but he also got some huge walks for the Dodgers to keep to – keep innings alive and keep it and keep passing the bat so to speak but so I mean he's really really playing well despite the batting average he's done some things with you know like we said to, uh, garnering a walk here and a walk there that doesn't always show up in the in the box score but man he has he's got great command of the strike zone he's great and I mean especially now you see guys like Joey Gallo who just swing freely and swinging a lot of bad balls and he's disciplined and, and makes guys count when they actually have to go in there and, and challenge him. Yeah. I mean, he's going to make them throw strikes Three forty-five, fifteen 15 away from four o'clock. This is uh, the Matt Mosley show. Tom and Steven in for Matt. And we've got, well, we're going to, uh, we're going to talk some high school football again. We're going to bring in uh, the head coach of the Rogers Eagles, Charlie Roten. We're going to do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone with the goal line. All season. CD Lamb. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown down. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners of the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements 
Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. For 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Cody Bellinger gave the Dodgers a 4-3 lead on a solo shot to right field, and the comeback was completed. The Dodgers are headed to the World Series to face the Rays at Globe Life Field starting tomorrow. The Baylor football team returned to practice yesterday, resuming on-field activities after the latest pause for COVID-19 issues. Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame, Georgia, and Ohio State round out the top five. Oklahoma State in at number six. Iowa State is number 17, and K-State is up 2 to 20 from the Big 12. The Aggies are 7 and the SMU Ponies at 16. NFL doubleheader today starting at 4 o'clock this afternoon with the Chiefs and the Bills on Fox and Monday Night Football has the Cowboys and the Cardinals from AT&T Stadium kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN and you can hear that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Three forty-nine. It's eleven away from four o'clock. This is ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Stephen Simcox. Glad to have you with us. And we uh, go to the phones and we welcome in the uh, head football coach of the Rogers Eagles, Coach Charlie Roten. Coach, uh, good afternoon. How are you? Good, Tom. How are you? Doing terrific. Hey, let, let's let's go back and dive into it a little bit. Uh, what a terrific football game uh, between your club and, and Lexington. Tell us tell us a little bit about the ebb and flow of that football game. Yeah, it was. It's a it's, it's a good rivalry we have going. You know, it's a friendly rival rivalry. Um, you know, our coaching staffs get along real well. Um, but you know, it's been a, it's been a good game uh, since I've been here. So uh, you know, they got out to a lead early. Um, Lexington got up fourteen nothing on us, and we didn't play very well in the beginning. But our kids showed a lot of grit, determination, and we kind of hung in there and scored with a little over a little less than a minute left and. That was that. You told me uh, that you felt like you had a good football team, but it just for whatever reason, it wasn't all just coming together. But it sounds like Friday night things kind of clicked. And, and, and if so, what what's what was the turn? What was the difference in, in being able to come from behind this time in, in compared to other ball games? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think that, you know um, – the old cliche, I guess, that we were, we were due for one of those. I don't know. You know, is uh, we played a ton of those games uh, just like that. You know, Franklin was kind of like that. They they ended up beating us, you know, a couple touchdowns in the end. Um, but, you know, similar game Franklin was. And you go back to San Saba and Academy and, and West. We've had a lot of games like that that we just weren't able to, 
to end up victorious. And that was the other night. We were just, I guess we just made enough plays. And, you know, Lexington probably um, didn't make enough plays. And, uh, you know, we were just kind of due for one, I guess. What was the, the message to your team when, when you fall behind a couple scores early in that game, Coach? Nothing, really. And that was what I told the kids after the game, you know, is we didn't, you know, we, we just kind of, we didn't do anything different. You know, we, we got down 14 nothing, and we just kept calling the same plays we've been calling all year. Defense, is, defense played just like they have been. You know, we just kept, we just kept plugging at it. And, uh, you know, they turned the ball over a couple times, which obviously helped. Um, but we didn't. We didn't really change anything. We just we just kept kept going at them and and kept chipping away and, and were able to overcome some things and get it done. When when you come from behind, like you said, uh, in, in the waning moments of a football game, what's the big takeaway? Not not necessarily for the coaching staff, but what's the takeaway for the football team? I think that you know. I think anytime you've um, the wins and losses haven't been there uh, like they have been for us this year. Uh, you know, now we're three and five now. Um, I think the one thing that the kids can, you know, can take from that is just, man, you know, we can we can finish games like this. Um, we've been so close, like we talked about earlier, in a number of games um, that you know I feel like they're like, man, you know, we can we can do this. We can finish these games, and we can we can beat anybody. So we've talked about this with a couple of districts uh, in Central Texas, but your your league is the same way. I mean, it's it's one of those who knows what's going to happen on any given Friday night. Yes, it's it's a, it's a challenge every single night. You know, we got Riesel this week, and um, you know, I would I would you know we're definitely not going to take them lightly. You know, Riesel probably hasn't has good of years they'd like to have, but you know they. They got out to a lead against Lexington. Uh, they hung with Franklin for a little bit, so they're they're no pushover, uh, just like anybody else in our district. I mean, we've gone through gone through a pretty good gauntlet there, uh, the first four games of district. So it's a it's as tough as a district there is in the state, in my opinion. How do you keep the guys uh, from you know? I know, coach, you always try to flush the losses and move on to the next thing. How do you try to make sure the team's still attacking after a big win like that and, and not getting uh, complacent? Yeah, I think that's going to be really important. You know, coming off a big game like that, and we talked to them about that this morning during the athletic period. You know, we can't – we have a bye week next week. So, you know, so let's let's take a breather next week. You know, let's, let's make sure that we are all in this week and, you know, we're preparing how we know how to prepare. We're practicing how we know how to practice. And let's make sure that – we're doing everything we're supposed to do this week to make sure that we can go out and win this game. And then next week, you know, hey, let's let's catch our breath. But let's not try to catch our breath until next week. Talking with Charlie Roten of the uh, Rogers Eagles and, and, and Coach, if in, in, and I and I'm going to use the word survive. And I, in, <laughs> if you survive through this league and, and you come out and you're one of those four teams. Well, you've got to feel pretty good about uh, your opportunities in postseason play, whether you're one, two, three, or four. Oh, I think so. I think our district, um, you know, obviously East Bernard, um, you know, they're out there, um, and there's some other quality teams in the other district. But, you know, I, I think I would take the four teams in our district. I would I would like, uh, like their chances, you know, like I said, no matter who it is, one through four. I think it's going to be a big challenge for that other district. Charlie, hey, we appreciate it. Congratulations on the win. I know you, your club needed that one, and we wish you uh, continued success and uh, have fun this week. 
All right, see you guys. Thanks. Talk to you soon. That's Charlie Roten of the uh, of the Rogers Eagles. And Stephen, I, I think part of the equation is just what you heard in the in the voice of Charlie. He's hey, we didn't do anything different. We played our game. We know we coached our team the same way. We call the same place. We got to get ready for Riso this week. He just that presence that Charlie possesses and in just keeping it uh, almost matter of fact. I think that will that will resonate over with his with his football team as they get ready to play this weekend again in the last couple of weeks of the uh, of the regular season. I think so, and they started to come in their own here late in the season. This is also a program that had success last year, so the guys know even early in the year when the results weren't there, they know they can trust that coaching staff because what they're telling them does end up you know breeding breeding results. It's it's been proven in the past, so. Uh, a great win against Lexington and now a couple games against Riesel and um, Florence to try to solidify yourself a playoff spot and, and a bye week mixed in there. But uh, another tough district, as he said, that's uh, that's one where you, you got to come to play every single week. So some high school football conversation. And again, it, it's it's so peculiar as we wind down almost in, in a couple of in one a through four a, but we're just now getting to district play in 5a and 6a it's just it is one of those years i mean that's just that's just what what we've got in 2020 but as as we get we've got some district races Stephen, that are heated right now i mean they're heated as who's gonna who's gonna finish first who's going to who's gonna make it who's gonna get that fourth spot Yet Midway and, and Waco and, and University and all in Temple, I, we're just now getting to district play. The Panthers of Midway will play their first district game coming up on the, on Thursday night. So uh, it's just welcome to, to COVID in 2020. 3.56, we're uh, four minutes away from uh, 4 o'clock. Tom and Steven in for Matt on this Monday afternoon. And it is game day. The Cowboys and the Cardinals coming up tonight at 6 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. You know, every time I think I've kind of got a handle on Garrett, I learn something new, Stretch. Here's a guy that just <laughs> wouldn't give you a plug nickel for chicken fried steak, but he tells me that deep fried summer sausage is at the top of his list. I just said it's at the top of my list. I said it's pretty dang good, though. <laughs> Golly, Deep that, fried I mean, that's making me grab for a sleeve of Tums right just thinking about it. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you not enough money for down payment or low credit score. NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. 
Stonewood Dental is your comfortable and remarkable home for a full spectrum of general dentistry starting at age six months. They feature a specialized treatment of TMJ pain known as biostetics, the highest degree of bite correction treatment that relieves patients of pain and gives them the smile of a lifetime. From simple fillings to full cosmetic reconstruction, Stonewood Dental also specializes in oral or IV sedation, implants, and wisdom teeth removal. They accept most insurance policies, including Medicaid and CHIPS at Stonewood Dental in Robinson. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, CreateACommotion.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 30th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 30th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Tom Barfield and Stephen Simcox in for Matt on this uh, Monday afternoon. And, Stephen, it is time for Campus Confidentials. We talk some college football. What do you got for us today? Well, we'll start in the Big 12. And as you said at the top of the show, Tom, there was only one game. It was it was Kansas-West Virginia. <laughs> it won't take long. <laughs> KU jumped out to an early 10-0 lead and really couldn't do anything offensively after that. I'll say this about West Virginia. That's a good defense they have. Now, their offense is uh, pretty anemic at times, and I'm not sure they're good enough. They're going to score enough points to challenge 
some of the better teams in the league. But their only loss is to Oklahoma State. They beat Baylor. They beat Kansas. Um, and, and Darius Stills is a heck of a player. I think Neil Brown has been going in the right direction. And KU, I mean, they are who they are. <laughs> it's it's not it's not good. It hasn't been good. I feel like they're improving under less miles, but you're still not seeing it. And they tried to stay in that game, Tom, but uh, eventually WVU just pulled away. Well, Les decided he wasn't going to make that trip. Kind of hung out back home in Lawrence and said, hey, I'll get back with you on Monday. Well, it seems like it was pretty wise. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. And, and that's what, you know, when, when we talk about Baylor's win, it was over a KU team. And the one thing about that, though, is KU had played a game and Baylor hadn't. Mm-hmm. So that, that clearly was an advantage there. But clear, Baylor was a much better football team than Kansas. And then they struggled in their uh, in, in a loss to West Virginia offensively. So, again, as we go into the Texas and Baylor matchup, uh, you know, do we know what we have in, in Baylor? And quite frankly, in Austin, do they know what they have in Texas? I mean, there's <laughs> they've got a quarterback that's going to play hard. And, you know, ironically, they've got a quarterback in Waco that's going to play hard. So you've got some interesting matchups there. And, but, man, there is, uh, there's some unhappiness going on in Austin, Texas, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, there, there really is. And if they lose and fall to one and three and your one win is against a, a tech team that's struggling and it's a game you probably shouldn't have won. No, then, you, had to, you had to have a miracle to win that. You're right. Yeah, that's, that's not a good situation. And one and three in the league. I, I know they did beat UTEP, so their record's slightly better uh, than that. But it, it would be a really bad look. Three straight losses. This one coming off a, a bye week. It's not a good situation down there in Austin. And one more small thing on on Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that Baylor game, they started Jalen Daniels, who was a freshman. And I thought he did okay. I mean, he wasn't great, but I felt like he flashed some things. And then yesterday they played Miles Kendrick, and I don't know what the full story was there, but he's he's a veteran. He's a senior. Um, that offense looks much better with, with Daniels back there. So I, I'm not sure what the reasoning behind that was, but it, it just kind of caught my eye. Um, and we did get the good news also on the Big 12 front as we're talking about that Baylor-Texas game. It looks like as of today that's going to get played. Baylor's out in the practice field again, and that's certainly a welcome sight, Tom. Yeah, and again, I, I, like I said, I, I mean, it's unfortunate that you feel that way, but I felt relief. When, when, when we got the notification yesterday that the Bears were going on the practice field uh, for a walkthrough or whatever they did yesterday, uh, it, it was I honestly felt relief. It's like, thank goodness – Baylor's going to try to get this thing done, and, and they're going to go to Austin on Saturday and, and play that football game. And instead, and, and this should be a week because this is always a fun game. This should be a week of excitement. And but it, it's more. Yesterday was re, was relief, and and now it's almost for me. I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm a little apprehensive. I want to you know prove it to me. You know mm-hmm. we we've seen this movie before. We've gotten to Wednesday or to Thursday. We've actually gotten to Friday before. So I've seen the movie. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, I don't want to buy a ticket and see the same movie. So, uh, when that ball's in the air going end over end, then, then, you know, <laughs> and, and I hate to say that, but that's, that's, that's what we've got going night right now. We know the, the Baylor players are getting tested every day now, mm-hmm. which maybe that can help, you know, mitigate some things and they can do a better job of, okay, we, we have something here. Let's try to isolate and get everybody healthy, but no, you're right. You have to wait until basically the ball's kicked off. Or it's kind of turned out to be that Friday afternoon. You'll see the the all clear from from both teams. Um, but it's it's been a, a tough situation all around. 
We've been talking a lot about that new transfer rule that looks like it's going to go into effect next season, which right. would allow everybody to transfer one time with no penalty. And uh, Coach Aranda was on the Big 12 teleconference today, and we'll get into some Dave Aranda audio at 4.30, more like what he thinks about Texas and that matchup. But I wanted to just play this clip about what he or how he feels about this new transfer rule and could it lead to some sort of like mass exodus next season for for players um with that in effect well i think you know anytime that you have the ability to give guys um the opportunity to move i think it's you know you're you're looking at the for me the health and wellness of the player and so i'm i i can i believe in that and i support that now i feel like the um you know i think it highlights just a program i think it highlights the culture of a program i think it you know people have to decide i think program wise who you're going to be in terms of uh, hey this is a bottom line piece right we you play you don't and it's understood in case there could be a revolving door or you could get to or you know, hey, this is a, a spot where it's you're going to develop, and we can develop you better than 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 other people. And you're going to be family here, and we're going to um, it's going to be more or bigger than football. And so I think you know different programs take on different uh, different you know personalities that way. And so I think it it highlights the fact that you really have to be clear on kind of who you are and how you are approaching it, because uh, this could this is definitely a factor in it. I don't know. What What do you think? I mean, I think that you could open up where, I mean, it's almost like free agency, Stephen. I mean, and, and you certainly don't. I don't want to see that. I mean, I understand, and I think that there should be a free pass to the players if a coach or coaching staff leaves. Uh, then it, Because, you know, you can – I know in, in theoretically the player signs with the school. But let's be honest, the player in most cases signs with the coach. Uh, it's, you know, what coach sat in his living room and looked his mom and dad in the eye and looked him in the eye. And, you know, so if a coach leaves, I get opening up that opportunity for a player t to leave. And, and I also understand that these scholarships are kind of one way. I mean, from a player's perspective, they are committing, quote, unquote, four years to the school. From the school's perspective, they're committing one year. Those scholarships are year to year. So you can you can be dismissed from that scholarship after, after a season. I, I get all that. But, man, if you just say, hey, look, if you don't like it, your feelings are hurt, or you're not getting the playing time, you don't have to work harder. You can just transfer and go play someplace else. And, 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 I'm, not, and I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but it mm -hmm. certainly sounds like you're opening that door. There's that possibility. I feel like, and this is not necessarily a strong take, I feel like this is the way we're going anyway. So it's just sort of the final coronation of, of the direction that this has been taking. One thing I like about it is it eliminates all these weird waivers and these rulings about the waivers that just seem to be kind of the NCAA spinning a wheel and saying, well, yeah, you can play and you can't. I get why it's it's problematic, and I think it's going to be – rough on the uh smaller schools i think it's going to be tough on some kids are going to make decisions they probably end up regretting in a couple seasons but that's that's just that's just sort of part of it and i feel like 
this is not this is a separate conversation but we also seem to be moving towards allowing guys to start to profit off their name while they're in school and this kind of coincides with that and it, it just allows them to have some more freedom and what they're going to do so it's a transfer rule right yes it's a transfer so, rule but here's here's a here's my thought if Steven goes out and plays incredibly well at a very high level for Texas State, does everybody and their grandmother start recruiting Steven to say, hey, there's a place for you here at blank uh, U mm-hmm. or the University of fill in the blank? I mean, are we now starting to recruit to our knee? Oh, we this guy can play a little bit better than the guy we got right now. Uh, I, I mean, how do you how do you how do you prevent that? Well, you don't, and that's going to be an issue. I, I think that is a problem. I will say though, I feel like most coaches are still going to want, even with the transfer rule making this more difficult, they're still want to they're still going to want to get the guys out of high school that they feel like are going to be there for three or four years. And yes, you'll you'll probably have some power five schools that say we're going to leave two maybe now four three or four spots open for an impact transfer uh and it it could hurt the texas states it could definitely hurt teams like smu or or memphis or whoever it might be i guess the reverse of that is you also will see some guys get to texas and find out early on man i'm not i'm not playing here like i I can't seem to find a way to get the depth chart so maybe they go to San Marcos instead. So I think there is some give and take. Bouchelle left Texas, yeah. goes to SMU. Uh, and SMU's really, I mean, that's how yeah. they've gotten this thing Oh, back have up. they ever? Yeah. They've, they've sort of lived off these kind of power five washouts. Um, but there's, I mean, there's some big issues. And I, we see it now in recruiting. I mean, you see guys commit and decommit all the time. You're seeing more guys sign a letter of intent and then say, hey, I, uh, I want to I want to get out of this thing. And I feel like coaches have a really tough balance or, or dance to find publicly because if you come out strong against this thing, Tom, then all of a sudden you're labeled the, you know, anti player freedom guy and and then you could be in a bad situation kind of moving forward in the recruiting game. But uh, there, there's a lot of potential pitfalls with it for sure. All right, uh, 412, 12 minutes after 4 o'clock. What else we got on Campus Confidential this afternoon? Uh, before we go, we'll just mention Nick Saban found a way to be on the sideline Saturday, Tom. <laughs> and he coached, and Alabama won that football game. And Georgia played well. Um, but ultimately, Bama pulls away and wins 41-24. to 24, So they're 4-0. Georgia is now three and one on the season. You know that was funny. Georgia played well in the first half, but man, they were not very good in the second half. No, that offense really stymied out, and their defense struggled. Uh, it, it's, it's it was that Bama getting better on defense in the second half because they the, the Bama's defense looked horrible against Ole Miss, looked horrible against Georgia in the first half, but all of a sudden in the second half. They were they were a different story. I think they played better. They tackled better. And, man, that it's funny to watch. But the Alabama offense is explosive. And Mac Jones is a good player. And they hit a couple deep balls, finally connected with, with Waddle. And I think that just changed the whole outlook of that football game. All right. So, there you go, Campus Confidential. And we've talked about the oddity a million times of, of this football season here in 2020 because of uh, the pandemic. But it's 4.13 on a Monday afternoon, and you and I are watching a, a uh, NFL football game right. that is being broadcast by CBS, of all people, not 
not ABC or ESPN, which is your Monday night football home. This is your this is your Sunday twelve noon matchup being played at four o'clock on Monday afternoon. No, it's it's bizarre. Now I, I love it. I love having some Monday afternoon football on, but it, it almost looks like it's a replay of what should have happened <laughs> yesterday, and it's going to lead right into yeah, the Cowboys this, game. This, this is the NFL Network showing yeah. a, showing the, you know the, showing Chiefs Bills from from noon yesterday. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's live and uh, Kansas City. Just uh, they had the ball that midfield, but they could not convert a third and four. So they'll probably punt here, but still scoreless with uh, 1022. But yeah, that's on. You can turn that on Fox on TV and just put it on mute and keep watching us or keep listening to us. Yeah. So what you need to do is you need to <clears throat> start to feel kind of poorly and go ahead and wrap up your work day about 45 that's minutes right. early and head to the house and and get yourself a double header and get yourself one of those uh, Andy Reid shields. I need one of those. Uh, Stephen, we're going to a place Thursday night where they said, by the way, you have to keep your face guard your, uh, on all the time you're here. Mm-hmm. So they're requiring us to wear the, uh, the mask or, or whatever we're going to use uh, through the broadcast on, on Thursday night. So it, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out how that's going to sound, you know. But I'm, I'm thinking, what if I had one of those deals? What if I had the Andy Reid uh, shield and you know and so I don't know can can we get one from uh, can can we can we order one of those and, and, and overnight that thing here I mean just starting to th- I, that never crossed my mind the Andy Reid shield uh, where it's just perfectly clear and you know and yeah it's it certainly uh, makes you not have to think about the mass situation yep. and when I traveled earlier this summer I saw a lot of people wearing that at the airport and I hadn't really seen anyone doing that to that point. And I thought, man, that seems really over the top and kind of silly. But you're seeing it more and more now, and it is convenient. I mean, it just stays there on your face, and you don't have to, you know, worry about losing it. It's a bigger piece of equipment, and it's uh, it's just kind of something you can carry around wherever. All right. It is a 4 16 minutes after 4 o'clock. And, again, just strange to see football uh, on a Monday afternoon. We're going to uh, – we are going to talk about the Cowboys and the Cardinals matchup uh, that's coming your way at 6 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas with a 7:15 kick. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight and temperatures really not falling too much farther. About 66 degrees the low. Tomorrow it'll be mostly cloudy to start the day. There may be a little sunshine developing later on in the afternoon. But again, more clouds than anything. Highs top out at 84 degrees and cloudy skies to start today early on Wednesday. Otherwise turning mostly sunny by noon. Should be a nice afternoon with a high around 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. 
It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at citizenstatebanktx.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Baylor was able to resume practice yesterday in anticipation of their game against the Longhorns on Saturday, and Coach Aranda talked about how nice it was to be back with this team earlier today. It's good to be back. We were able to condition some of the team, you know, last week uh, throughout. You know, I think the ability now to recognize the team that you got, to try to maximize the strengths, and to uh, try to minimize any inherent weaknesses, I think is is really key. You have a COVID playbook. And so I think like the ability to get our guys out and get them engaged and build excitement, I think all of that's there for sure. The Cowboys will be in action tonight against the Cardinals at 7-15, and you can hear that game here on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. like I'm back in high school. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good stuff. 
421, welcome back into the... I think we have this. This is Rod Stewart. I think we have this poster somewhere in our office, in our building. Because I, I don't know this song real well, but I've seen this... Uh, of course you don't. <laughs> I've seen this... Yeah, I've seen this. I've seen this picture, this cover art before. Oh man, there's a there's a blast from the past. What is the year that that song was released? Does it tell you that information? Uh, on, it doesn't. I can find out pretty quickly. I'm just I'm dying to know. I'm dying, now that now that I've heard that song, it is a 22 after four o'clock, 4:22. This is the Matt Mosley program on a Monday. This and you know we have football Fridays, and today we're having football Monday with the Cowboys taking on the Arizona Cardinals. 1971. There you go. 1971. How about that? Uh so I'm not even going to tell you how old I was. Uh, so, so Stephen, ESPN is making a big deal, and I don't know why, but they're making a big deal over Kyler Murray having played six games at AT&T Stadium. I mean, mm-hmm. he played in three state championships and I think a couple of playoff games or something. And then I think once with Oklahoma, he played uh, quarterback uh, at AT&T Stadium. So, and he's undefeated. He's 6-0, which means absolutely nothing. Uh, abs- other than it leads me to this question, which I we talked a little bit about this morning, a lot of guy. I mean, is he is he is he going to be a guy that comes in into into AT and T AT and T Stadium as a first time pro player, a little a little hyped, a little jazz to be playing in his hometown. And, and you know, if he was a left guard, I wouldn't care. But he he's the guy that touches the football first. And I'm just curious, does it take a couple, three snaps to kind of go, okay, we're playing football, and it doesn't matter where. But Or, or is he is he the kind of guy that's going to go, I don't care that the, you know we're at home. But it is his first trip, quote, unquote, back home uh, as, as the quarterback of the Cardinals. That's an interesting question. I hadn't really thought about it. I imagine it would be more difficult. Now, I don't know. Kyler's whole family might be there for all I know. But with limited capacity, maybe he's not having to deal with as many, like... He's getting as many tickets as he can get his hands on. I can guarantee you that. Yes. Maybe he's not dealing with the ticket requests that he typically would. Uh, I think he'll feel pretty comfortable. He might be pretty jazzed up. I would imagine he wants to put on a show. I don't know if he was a Cowboys fan growing up, but... I'm sure he he has some thoughts on that organization. Oh, and, you know he does, and who they are and and what they do. So he wants to to show out in Texas. But yeah, ESPN has really latched onto this, and it's, it's one of those funny things because nationally, I'm sure there are a lot of people that don't know that, don't really understand uh, who Kyler was or what that means. But here, as as people that follow Texas high school football really closely, it's like yeah, Kyler was an amazing high school player, mm-hmm. and I mean. People keep saying his high school highlight tapes were incredible. Well, yeah, he was like the number one recruit in the country. I mean, he's he's an NFL quarterback. He was really good at, at that level of football. That Allen team was also loaded, obviously. But, of course, he was really good in high school. He's He was the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. I mean, and, 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 and turned down... Uh, turned down the opportunity to go play professional baseball. Yeah, I mean he he had options. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, so he had some choices in this whole deal. So uh, I, I'm just curious if you know maybe that first throw sells a little bit because he's a little jazz, and then you know Cowboys it, hope so. <laughs> well, yeah, they hope it sells right into a white jersey. <laughs> they need all they the hope. They get. So and, and which leads me to the discussion of the game. It, to me, this game is not about the Cowboys' offense in in the Cardinals' defense. It's about the Cardinals' offense and the Cowboys' defense. Can they slow them down? I don't know. You can't stop them. I don't think. 
Uh, and, and I know Van Der Esch is going to be back, but at, is he 75%? Is he 80%? I mean, you know, he hadn't played in five weeks. And it, to me, it's amazing that he's back to, in this amount of time. Mm-hmm. But to me, this game comes down to the Cowboy defense against the Cardinals offense. Can you find a way to try to keep Murray between the tackle box? I mean, because if, if he gets to the edge, see you. I mean, you know, he, he can have a field day. Uh, but if you can kind of keep him back inside and, and, and maybe find a way to get one or two stops, I don't know. I mean, because I, I, honestly, and I know that not everybody agrees, I, I think they're going to be okay offensively. They, they don't have chopped liver at quarterback. They got a guy that has started a bunch of football games there. They got Ezekiel Elliott they can feed the football to. They've got weapons on the offensive side of the football. It's the other side that can't seem to get out of their own darn way. I think Andy will be fine. And, yes, it's about the defense. And can they slow this team down? And can they for once? I mean, they've gotten off to such terrible starts this year. Even that Giants game. I mean, New York just goes right down the field and scores. And then all of a sudden you're looking at you're down 14 to 3. You can't do that tonight. Like, you can't fall behind 14 nothing, 17 nothing, 21 to 7 you have to stay in this game. So could you force a three and out on the opening drive or could you create a turnover, create a turnover, do something um, at least on paper. There's a lot of matchup problems here. Kyler, you mentioned a big one. Can they keep him contained? Is he just going to run all over them in some scramble drill situations? Can Trayvon Diggs hold his own against a really, really good wide receiver and Deandre Hopkins. Can he at least make life tough on him and, you know, force him to make ke- tough catches and tackle him and not allow him to make big plays after the catch. Uh, but yes, it, it comes down to this defense, which showed some things we haven't seen a- against the Giants as far as forcing a turnover, making some plays. But that's a, a really poor Giants offense. So can can you find a way to do it against a team in Arizona that that's known to score and, and can make big plays happen? They're going to have to find a way to stay in the game because – Dalton's capable, but he's not Dak, and you don't want to put him in a situation where he's going to throw the ball 50 times tonight. Yeah, because if he does that, then then they're going to get beat because that means they're chasing. Mm-hmm. And if they're chasing, and I'm like you, if you get if you're two, three scores behind, that group's not going. They're going to put their 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 foot on your throat. I mean, they're they're not going to they're not going to let you back in the football game. And and <laughs> we know the end result. Here's the other thing. You've got to win at home. I mean, this this is a league, and this is a group that has to win at AT&T. And they've already lost once at AT&T Stadium. They've got to win their home game. Win in your division, win your, and, and find a way to win some home games. That's the, that's the only formula I see for this group. I mean, because the East is terrible. We all know that. Uh, the, the Giants, the Eagles, and, and, the, and, and Washington, none of them are very good. They're not, and you have a chance tonight. The Giants were able to scrap out a win, and they keep Washington from winning their second game of the season. The Eagles lose again, and they look pretty lost against Baltimore. So it's it's one game, but if you could steal a game tonight, and I think, honestly, I know some sport, sports books have the line moved to Dallas as actually like a one-point favorite, and some others have Arizona a slight favorite, but if you can win one of these kind of 50, 50 games where you feel like you have a pretty good shot outside the division and get a game up on everybody else, then you put yourself in a great position. And you make a great point. Think about this. If you can find a way to steal this one and I say, steal, you're at home. 
Again, you got to win home games. Win this one, then you're going on the road next week to a lousy Washington team that you would think that you should be able to go in. If you're going to win the division, you got to go in and win. Mm-hmm. So you could get yourself on a little three-game winning streak right here. And you could be over 500. I mean, <laughs> start to create a little separation at over 500 in your division. Yeah, you win a couple in a row, you could be four and three. I mean, what a novel concept. But it's it's out there if you can find a way to win tonight. Obviously, you have to win tonight, and that's going to be a challenge. But uh, the Cardinals have not played great competition either, and, and they've dropped I mean, They lost to the Panthers earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but you, the, you're right. It's It all hinges on – can your defense keep you in the ball game? Yeah, and and you know what? Go make some first downs and eat up that clock and keep uh, keep Kyler Murray on the bench. It's 4.30. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk some more Baylor football. Dave Aranda met with the media, and he, uh, we're going to start looking ahead to that Texas game coming up on Saturday afternoon at at uh, Memorial Stadium in, in Austin. We'll do that when the Matt Mosley show continues in a moment. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I said that I was uh, falling asleep early, and, and last Saturday night I fell asleep watching Coming to America. And JT says, as Ward is out running amok, burning up Waco, looking for the strange. <laughs> You're only as old as you feel. <laughs> I'm going to sleep early, and Ward's out in the BM riding around looking, just looking for something. Ooh, 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 ooh. The radar is Wait, is this like a submarine scanner? <laughs> the goal is... Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk about the Pioneer Boys. We're talking about the Embry guys. They've been serving Central Texas, well, since 1943. That's four generations. Pioneer still in pipe has the same ownership, the same family-oriented, uh, operated business covering covering Central Texas. At Pioneer still in pipe, the reputation has been built one customer at a time, and their objective is to make sure that when you leave there, that you leave there happy and satisfied with your experience. Uh, they are Central Texas's largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. Also, square tubing one half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects, such as uh, deer stands or ornamental iron jobs. And uh, this tubing, by the way, comes in black and, or already primed. And you know, they also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, 3-8 inch to 3-quarter inch. And if you're building a metal building or, or one of those barnuminiums, that's, and of course, that's one of the cool things now that's, uh, that's hot is those barnuminiums. And you, and you really said, you know what, I want one, but I'm not real clear on how, how this works. Which just contact the fr- our friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and they're going to help you find the best contractor for that project. You see, they service the largest selection of metal building contractors in all of Central Texas, and they'd be happy to to help you and point you in the right direction. It's a couple of different locations in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane, and also in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, half a day on Saturday, 8 till lunch. And, uh, of course, they're open 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Remember, they deliver and unload. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda 
Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Baylor was able to resume practice yesterday in anticipation of their game against the Longhorns on Saturday, and Coach Aranda talked about how nice it was to be back with this team earlier today. It's good to be back. We were able to condition some of the team, you know, last week uh, throughout. You know, I think the ability now to recognize the team that you got, to try to maximize the strengths, and to uh, try to minimize any inherent weaknesses, I think is is really key. You have a COVID playbook. And so I think like the ability to get our guys out and get them engaged and build excitement, I think all of that's there for sure. The Cowboys will be in action tonight against the Cardinals at 7:15, and you can hear that game here on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four thirty-six. This is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, brought to you in part by Central National Bank. Tom and Stephen in for uh, in for Matt th- this afternoon. Hey, S- Stephen. Obviously, okay. Now I-, I couldn't figure out what what was going on, but they're just now lining up to kick. The yeah, I guess the point. it was probably a review. It looked like Travis Kelsey just scored a touchdown for the Chiefs, and um, he rolled over the defender in the end zone. So, I guess they had to take a look at it, but they confirmed it was uh, indeed a touchdown. So, seven three Chiefs. As uh, the Bills went down on their second drive of the game, kicked a field goal. And how about Buffalo now at 4-1 and one, headed into this game, leading the division over the New England Patriots? We all saw that one coming, didn't we? <laughs> I, I know a lot of people were high on the Bills, but it still is odd to see it happening. And the Pats lose a tough game yesterday. So Buffalo could, could really make things happen if they could win tonight. But, yeah, a pretty solid team there. Good defense. Josh Allen's kind of a mystery. And they're coming off that weird loss. I thought that game against the Titans was set up pretty well for them because Tennessee hadn't practiced in a while, at least, you know. Ten days. Legally. <laughs> legally, yeah. Um, but it, it didn't happen that way. They got beat, so they got a, they got a, something to prove today. Um, but, yeah, Buffalo is a, is a solid football team, Tom. So, 
the Bears went back on the practice field uh, after taking several days off and, and including having a game that was uh, rescheduled, the Oklahoma State game rescheduled to, uh, to December. So they're back out on the practice field getting ready for the Texas Longhorns. And, you know, there's a lot of questions about Baylor because we've only seen them twice mm-hmm. and they've taken all, you know, they, they've, there's been more downtime, it seems like, in, in Zoom time than there has been practice time. And so there's a lot of questions there. And then when it comes to Texas, there's just a lot of questions. <laughs> and so these two teams will tee it up Saturday afternoon at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. And that is a uh, <laughs> looky there. You we are, get some face shields? You are kidding me. Come here. Come here. What is going on? How are you? Look at this. So there you go. So I, I, yeah, so we, we got, we, what are these called now? These are the shields. These are the clear shields, right? And so, and Steven, Steven says FedEx across the front of his and, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. I'm ready to rock. Let's do this thing, man. So, but you, so what, with this thing right here, I'm thinking with the headset that I, you know, and the microphone that I could slide it probably right up in there, and 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 I think I'll be in good shape. <laughs> this is the coolest thing, man. You, you you're all right. Uh, you're all right. <laughs> so there you go. All right. We'll see you later. Hey, and anybody else want to drop by with gifts? Stephen and I are right here. <laughs> at, what is this? Fifty one hundred one Bagby. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, you want to bring uh, you want to bring some nanner pudding or or something like. We're here. We're not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> but how cool is that? It's, I mean, it's really great. And yeah, I mean, we got we got the face shields now, Tom, and that is really good for you because you can. Uh, I mean, you can wear this potentially at that Mansfield game Thursday. And for me, I, I mean, swap with you. I've I've had a lot of trouble with uh with keeping up with my mask yeah you if you lose that <laughs> i know i can't lose this i've, I've lost like two or three masks you, you've got to post a picture of this on uh on our website or something like okay. that i, I mean i will for sure yeah now you, you gotta have you some i gotta carry windex i mean you know you gotta know. Be able to, it's gonna get foggy for sure and but you gotta be able to it, thank you do we know that gentleman's name yeah I, i'll tell you in a okay. second so all right uh <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's off work yet, so I don't want to. I don't want to throw him oh, under the okay, bus. Okay. It's a uh, four forty too many away from five. Where were we? Oh, we're, da- we're Dave Aranda's going to yeah, talk about the Longhorns. We're going to play some Dave Aranda audio. We'll actually start with uh, they haven't practiced since October seventh, and they got back on the field this weekend. So Coach Aranda talked about uh, you know his team and um, just what it felt like to get back on the practice field after almost a two week absence. Well, it's it's good to be back. I think you know just um, the staff seeing each other, um, just getting off of Zoom and being in the um, the same building together and then meeting together today. And then, you know, we had a, a walkthrough yesterday with the players and there's great energy and excitement, and, you know, so there's, there's, there's positives that way. We're able to condition some of the, um, um, some of the team, you know, last week uh, throughout. And so they were able to get some, um, conditioning work and you know i think the ability now to um to recognize the team that you got and to to try to maximize the strengths and to uh, try to minimize any inherent weaknesses that are going to be um you know your your questions kind of alluding to that just um 
just knowing who you got and knowing the, the right way to play them, I think is, is really key. And so, you know, you, you have a COVID playbook. And so I think like the ability to, um, to uh, get our guys out and get them engaged and, and uh, build excitement. I think all of that's there for sure. So Tuesday is generally our, our, um, our, our full pads day and Wednesday we go shells. And so, we had a lot of competition on Tuesday, and then Wednesday is a big turnover uh, slash takeaway day. And you know, I'm, I'm anticipating those are going to be um, practices with a lot of energy and a lot of intent. And so I feel like um, I feel like that will that will be uh, that will be just what the doctor ordered. I, you know, when when I look at just our guys and just um, the work ethic and everything that they put into it to have the opportunity to be back together with all this adversity, man, and mm-hmm. to um, be with the teammates and to, uh, and to put it on the line. I think that, you know, we'll, we'll get everything they got. So I, I think it's just a matter of um, us as coaches recognizing who we got and, um, you know, building it around the team that we're, that we have uh, for Saturday. So a lot of excitement around just getting back on the field. Uh, and you would think so. I mean, almost two weeks without playing ball and, and being together. Uh, but the guys were able to reset, able to watch some film, get ready for this week. I'm curious how much time they, they spent on some Texas film. Coach Randa talked about really just focusing on themselves and kind of looking at who they are um, and where they are as a team so far. Okay, so he, he sent me a text, so I guess it's okay to say. that, that That's our good friend, D. Brown. Long, long, long-time listener of this radio station. And uh, I think his son played quarterback at Conley. Very good football player. But uh, D. Brown from over at uh, – over at FedEx is the is the uh, the gentleman that brought them. I, I didn't want to think, you know, I didn't think. <laughs> Thank you, D. You I, I want to make day, sure man. you know wasn't playing a hooky from work, and so I, I didn't want to, you know. Hey, D. Brown. Oh, there's where he went. <laughs> you know, so one of those deals. So. I'm legitimately excited about this, D. No. I appreciate you. This is awesome. This I mean, is legit cool. right here now. These are these are pretty cool, and I'm I'm excited to to wear one. I'll probably wear one Hang at on. at the house tonight to to freak <laughs> out my house? kids. Yeah, just go in and okay, Tom's Tom's what, now. What am I doing wrong? Attempting to rock his, maybe you got to adjust the little little head strap there. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Well, uh, here I'll. Okay, Coach Arena was also asked about <laughs> if Texas is dangerous coming off two tough losses. Are they're more dangerous than normal? And we'll see if Tom can figure out his face shield uh, in the meantime while we play that. Yeah, I, I think that's. Um, th- I think that's probably true. You know, I know that um, have a lot of respect for Tom, and a lot of respect for for Ash and just the staff there. And I know that um, you know the it'll be a motivated team, and I know that uh, they're going to come out swinging when the um, when that game starts. And so you know we'll be prepared for that. And we'll come out and meet them. You know I, I know that uh, there'll be a lot of emotion and energy in that game. And you know I think it's going to come down to execution. I think after that first quarter, you know I think the energy and the um, the emotion is going to be going to come from whoever's executing the best. You know, the e- execution is going to breed that energy. And so right. we're really kind of focusing in on that. Okay. So Tom now has his face shield on Tom talking to the can mic. Can you hear me? Uh, it's kind of muffled. Keep talking. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can, can you hear. hear me okay. Now? okay. I, I, 
I, I still got to make an adjustment to it. And I still think, honestly, Stephen, if I the headsets that we wear to, to broadcast the football games, if you slide, I think if I slid it in here, I, I may yeah, be okay. No, I, I think there's a way you can pull this off and get this get this done, Tom. And I'm excited for it. You yeah. seem. You seem very excited yourself. Oh, I'm, ja- I'm telling you, I'm jazzed. I've wanted one of these. I've always wanted one of these, and I- I've wanted one of these for probably five or six years now. <laughs> and it's, it's now coming in handy. Thank you. Yeah. To, if you're just joining us, Dee Brown from FedEx. Didn't know these existed we, about six weeks ago. We were talking about uh, face shields because we're watching Bill's Chiefs, which is they're playing right now, and Andy Reid has got the, the face shield on. He doesn't have the mask. He's got the actual shield that comes down on your face. And uh, Tom was joking around that he he really wanted one. I got Brian from Bob one hundred four point nine in, in Studio C. I got him laughing right now. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm not sure if I've ever seen Brian really crack a laugh since he's been there. So I'm glad that no, he's only been here three years. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's four forty six. Fourteen in front of five. Thanks, D. You, you brightened our day. You you made our day. So good stuff. All right, we um. We're going to step aside, and we got more of the program coming up. This is the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone with the goal line. All season. CD Lamb. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown down. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The Real Texas Gun Show has teamed up with the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas to bring you a benefit gun show to Waco, Texas, October 24th and 25th at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. 208-foot tables of vendors are available. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. This is the first show of a twice-yearly benefit, hopefully for many years to come in Waco. Do not miss this show, either as a patron or a vendor. Tables still available. Contact a Real Texas Gun Show on Facebook. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerTheWeek.com. Bird Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936. 
have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Baylor was able to resume practice yesterday in anticipation of their game against the Longhorns on Saturday, and Coach Aranda talked about how nice it was to be back with this team earlier today. It's good to be back. Way we were able to condition some of the team, you know, last week uh, throughout. You know, I think the ability now to recognize the team that you got to try to maximize the strengths and to uh, try to minimize any inherent weaknesses, I think is is really key. You have a COVID playbook. And so I think like the ability to get our guys out and get them engaged and build excitement, I think all of that's there for sure. The Cowboys will be in action tonight against the Cardinals at 7-15, and you can hear that game here on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> I swear I feel like I'm at a school dance. <laughs> it's 451, not in front of five. This is... Don't get too close to me. Yeah, no, I'm not. Trust me. Uh, this is the uh, Matt Mosley Show and the Matt Mosley Program, brought to you in part by Central National Bank. Two convenient locations in the Waco area, so there you go. All right, uh, fun day. We're watching a little football, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, kind of a uh, prelude to the... Uh, to the uh, big game between the Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals here uh, on ESPN Central Texas. The um, Bills are, are uh, driving, and the Bills just scored a touchdown, so Buffalo has just recaptured the lead. Now, I got a funny feeling that that's going to be the nature of this game, Stephen. It's going to be one of those back-and-forth, back-and-forth, uh, Josh Allen and uh, – and, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, you got two outstanding quarterbacks, and, and it looks like bad weather's rolling into Buffalo, New York. I, I know that may come as a shock and a surprise that they have bad weather in Buffalo, New York, but looks a, it looks a little foggy and uh, yeah, not quite cold enough for rain, I yeah. guess. But some or for snow, excuse me, but some pretty good rain going down right now. Well, that is a terrific catch. Yeah, it was a heck of a catch. All right, Looks so, like the Bills are about to go up 10-7, so yep. we'll, we'll keep you posted on this football game. There you go. Uh, 4.52, 8 in front of 5 as we uh, roll along. And again, uh, high school football, it, we, we talked about the games from this past week, but now really it's kind of start. To, it's time to start turning our attention to the upcoming games. And, and Have we got them posted? Do you know if, if – normally we do it on Tuesday, and I guess we uh, need to check and see. Uh, Ward's got our – our, our list is I'm, yeah. I'm looking right now to see if it's actually on the website, but it's SyntexSportsFan.com, and yeah, it's up. Well, there you yeah. go. So if you want to go ahead and, and remember, Tom said this before, but if there's a tie, the winner is the person who submits their so go now ballot first. So mm -hmm. you could go right now and be one of the first people to vote. But SyntexSportsFan.com, there's a link uh, to the Waterburger Pick'em Contest. Thanks to Waterburger for sponsoring us. And this week it was uh, Sean Hunt who got it done. How about and, that? He went and nine won, and one. Went nine and one this week. So congratulations, to Sean. He Did lost you? the first game played. It was the Thursday night game oh, okay. between Colleen and Belton. 
Yeah, and after that, he ripped off nine in a row. I missed that one too, Sean. So great great minds, great minds think alike. But Sean Hunt won this week. He gets a thirty dollars gift card to Whataburger, along with some other prizes. But that could be you if you go to syntexsportsfan.com right now and click on the uh, the link on our homepage. I don't want to be. I don't want to poke at D Brown, but he brings you one that says FedEx and. Mine doesn't say FedEx. Yeah. Kind of hurt my feelings. He doesn't seem to like you very much, Tom. Nah, nope, nope. <laughs> Only been friends for 20 years. But All right, 453. Hey, here are the games, by the way. We'll just throw them out to you that, that you're going to be picking this week in our Whataburger Pick'em Contest. It's Crawford at Bosqueville, Cameron hosting Lorena, Academy on the road at Rockdale. Boy, there are some good games. Rogers at Riesel. Uh, Robinson will entertain China Spring. La Vega is at Middlelothian Heritage. West will travel to, to Madison. Uh, Arlington Seguin hosting University. Midway in the Thursday night matchup uh, at Mansfield. So you have to have them done by 6.30, 7 o'clock on Thursday night. No no picking on Fridays because it won't count. And then Temple and Bryan. So those are the games that you'll be picking uh, this week. Uh, in the Pick'em Contest. Pick'em Contest week, can you believe this? Week number nine. Week number nine in the Pick'em Contest. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it should be that late in the season because as you were talking about earlier in the show, in the 5A, 6A ranks, we're just getting into district play, but the smaller schools are in the thick of a playoff race. They're fighting for playoff position, and um, we're we're right there. We're getting towards the end of the season. I mean, a lot of teams... 4A through 1A have three or four games left. There you go. All right, 455, five away from 5 o'clock, coming up at the top of the outer, top of the hour. We'll uh, we'll go back and we're going to uh, visit with Ronnie Porter from the Troy Trojans. Ronnie and, and the Trojans get a huge win over Cameron Yeoman, over the Cameron Yeoman this uh, this past Friday night. In overtime, I might add, 21 to 20. We had a chance to catch up with Ronnie uh, on game time earlier today. Uh, and we'll we'll uh, we'll check in with with Ronnie Porter. And that stretch Smith uh, will be. Uh, I don't know if he's at AT and T Stadium. I know he was going up to the game, uh, but or he's going to be in route to the game, one or the other. But we'll check in with with Stretch here in just a few minutes as well, Stephen. Yeah, we get to hear from him as we get you ready for uh, Cardinals and Cowboys tonight. And he's uh, he's our authority on on the NFL on Cowboys football. So excited to hear Stretch's thoughts as we roll into a pretty important game for Dallas. Absolutely. It's 4.56, 4 in front of 5 o'clock. This is the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Krista Scales. The Cowboys' top pass rusher tells you how to corral a dual-threat quarterback like Kyler Murray right after this. This year, we all can agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support children and families with educational programming, providing cooling centers and relief for those hot Texas days, and utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy, and Reliant is proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Reliant, proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Tonight's Cardinals-Cowboys Monday night primetime showdown is a homecoming for Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray, who already has five rushing touchdowns this season and can make as many plays with his feet as his arm. It's a tough test for a Cowboy defense, allowing more points than anybody in the league. Alden Smith is the Cowboys' top pass rusher, and he shares the secret of success in corralling a mobile QB like Murray. We just need to rush together and do our job. I think if we're thinking too much about what he's going to do, it puts us in a position that we're thinking too much and we're not making plays. The way that we're able to be successful is going out there, playing free, do our jobs and play with confidence and play fast and we'll make plays. Kickoff tonight is 7:15 Central with Andy Dalton making his Cowboys starting debut at quarterback in place of the injured Dak Prescott. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 30th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 30th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. B&M Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian football. Before the game Friday night, stop by B&M Barbecue for all-you-can-eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs. Whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue. 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! Cold weather is coming, and it's time to fill your propane tanks. StarTex Propane provides the best propane service in Central Texas, and they have special pricing and programs for your household needs with their Keep Full program. With the Keep Full program, they periodically check and fill your tank. And, of course, service techs show up with masks, gloves, and social distancing. They can also install gas logs for your fireplace, and they carry indoor propane heaters. Check them out at StarTexPropane.com or on Facebook. StarTex Propane. Backroads Food and Fuel is a proud supporter of Valley Mills Eagle football as well as other local athletics and academics. Before the game on Friday night, stop by Backroads and get a delicious burger from the grill or a fresh-made pizza. Before those out-of-town games, stop by Backroads to fuel up and load up on snacks for the road. And don't forget, every morning, stop by for breakfast and a cup of the best coffee in town. Backroads Food and Fuel, 101 West Avenue C in Valley Mills. Go Eagles! Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. 
Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. The 5 o'clock hour of the Matt Mosley Show is brought to you by Coriel Health Medical Clinic. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Steven Simcox and Tom Barfield here. We got Monday afternoon football <laughs> today. That just sounds strange. And the Bills lead the Chiefs 10-7. But Momentarily. Kansas City's got second and five at the Bills' 10-yard line, so they're trying to get in the end zone here. Um, this is fun, Tom. It, it's been great having baseball on during the show, and now we get a little football on during the afternoon. We got Cowboys tonight. It's just as as tough as those months are just in general during the pandemic uh, with no sports this is this is nice to have kind of everything happening at one time yeah but, yeah I mean uh so I uh, we're watching this game and then there is a a, a shot Steven from the sideline to show whether or not he he got enough yards for the first down uh, on the Kansas City run. There's a run into the end zone for a touchdown. They've recaptured the lead. But when you look, there is not a soul in sight in that stadium. And I'm telling you, we've been doing it all year at at a lot of places, and I still have a hard time looking (laughs) at that going, what in the world? It's tough to get used to it. There's actually, And I don't want to get used to it, by the way. There's a holding call on that play, so that touchdown's going to be called back. So it's still, still 10-7 for now, but uh, it's bizarre watching it in football, I think, more than any other sport, and I don't know why that is, but it, it just seems so out of place. Um, the NBA and Major League Baseball were able to make it work in, in a way, and, and we applaud them for, for being able to do that. But earlier today uh, on Game Time, which you can hear Game Time 10 to noon, Tom, Stretch, and Garrett, and they do a great job. We are talking high school football earlier, and Ronnie Porter's team, his Troy team, got a big win against Yo. Ooh. Huge win in overtime. They're able to get that done. Um, and looks like Patrick Mahomes linked up with Travis Kelsey for a touchdown. There's no flag on this play, so I think that one will stand. But here's Ronnie Porter discussing uh, the game on Friday, that victory over Yo, and where his team goes from here. Of the Troy Trojans, Coach Ronnie Porter. Ronnie, good morning. How are you? Hey, Tom. Good morning. Doing well, thank you. So I, I just got to know, how many more gray hairs on Saturday morning after a Friday night football game like that? That, that, that was, that was, that, you know, we were talking about it, Ronnie. Uh, you may not, be, you may not like it from a coach's standpoint or a player standpoint, but us fans, we love your district. <laughs> oh gosh, hey, you're you're right about that. It's absolutely a tough a tough one. And each week you got to come ready to play. So. Uh, no, it was it was a fun one, but I definitely lost a few years off my life. <laughs> Talk a little bit about the football game. Obviously, uh, I mean this this was one of those games where you, you had to make a play here and you had to make a play there. I mean, it was it was about some plays, wasn't it? It was. 
it was definitely the tale of two defenses because both both defenses came ready to play, especially after a week like what we had against McGregor and, and where we the defense didn't show up <laughs> at all. Uh, having that was quite refreshing. You know, we finally played we finally played good defense and uh, they did they did too. I mean, they they played lights out defensively and so it was just. It was a battle back and forth. When you got into the the flow of that game, did did it did it change how you called the game once once you saw how it was going to be played? Both defenses getting after. Did it change how how what, how you made decisions based on field position and, and do we punt here or I mean did do we flip the field? Did it kind of change how how you uh, how you attacked Cameron? It did absolutely. Uh, and we did take some chances on fourth down. Luckily, we got we got a few, but it also hurt us. Uh, we, we midfield, you know, to continue to drive. We did it a couple times, and then then later in later in the game, we did it, and it, and it didn't work out for us. So, uh, it, having having the defense step up the way they did, it gave me a little bit more confidence to to be able to go for it offensively on fourth down. Um, and to not really take many chances, you know, if we were we were going to punt, if it was a situation that we needed to punt because the defense was was doing so well. Everybody knows how good Herbacek is, but how how impressive is it to watch him knowing that everybody's going to load the box, they know what to expect, and yet he still reels off these phenomenal games and and just these performances week to week. He's he's a special kid, that's for sure. I mean, to have over two hundred fifty yards and still consider that being bottled up you know Cameron did a good job stopping him at times you know but he had the quietest 250 yards that you could you could ever dream of you know um, he's a workhorse he really is and I think that's attributed to our offensive line as well because like, like you said they all stack the box they all have different schemes all defensively to, to try to stop them and and we we just we keep getting in people's way and, and letting them letting them do his work Hey Ronnie, obviously it's uh, it's an emotional win uh, on Friday night, and, and and certainly one you want the kids to to cherish and enjoy, and and uh, and, and that's why you play the game. Heck, it's it's so these kids can can can, can have those experiences. But you also got to find there's a fine line, I guess, in putting that game now behind you and going and getting ready to play this week, and that's a uh, that that's got to be a, a, a kind of a tough deal at times. Well, you got to do that every week. You really do. You have to do that every week in the district. You know, you you've got to when when we got when we got uh, finished with that McGregor game. That's the first thing we did on Saturday morning. I said, "This is the last time we're going to talk about it. This is the last time we're going to say anything. We need to get better at what we need to get better at and move on." So our kids have done a good job of that. They really have. They've, they've done a good job of moving on because they know they know it doesn't get any easier as it goes on. And it hasn't. I mean, it's, uh, from from game one, you know, from Toledo to Mahia. I mean, we've played some quality opponents and. They've done a good job of, of not looking back and thinking, oh, what if I've done that? Now we, we move forward and we get better, and, and that's what we need to do. Coach, with Caldwell coming up, and you know their record is they've, – they've struggled this season. How do you avoid letting this become a trap game? Caldwell's good. I mean, they really are. They're, they're a product of I mean, they're, they're stuck in this tough district, but I, I mean, they're playing, they're playing really good football. Uh, they play good, hard defensively, and they've got a neat little scheme offensively to run the slot T stuff out of the gun. So they're dangerous. So and I think there's enough, you know, because just about every game that they've played, with the exception of maybe, well, even the Rockdale game wasn't wasn't a blowout. Uh, they they they've been in every game, especially at half. Whenever they go into halftime, usually they're either ahead or, or, or right there with their team. But I think they were beating. I think they were beating Cameron 15 to eight or something at half. 
so they're a good quality team. So I, I think there's enough that, that our kids won't get overconfident and uh, know that they've got to play play hard. When when you saw this, uh, you you guys knew every coach in this district knew. Hey, every Friday night it's going to be one of those things, and, and and so you start I guess start getting ready for that at least on a mental side back in the summer because you know uh, unless something crazy happens you're going to be in a tussle every Friday night in this league. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad that our open week fell when it did because it, it fell right before we started district play. So that was midway straight straight almost halfway through your season, you know. So. We we took a beating. We we got beat up, beat up. Uh, coming out of that three district schedule, two and two, I thought we were doing pretty good. Uh, sure, you'd like to be able to to win win them all, but uh, to come through that tough. I mean, we're, we're looking back at it. Salado's going to win their district. You know, Franklin's probably going to win their district. There's a chance that Mahia win their district. You know, so we played some serious opponents early on, and and uh, having that open week right before we started district play was huge for us. So there you go. A uh, visit with. Uh... Ronnie Porter, the head coach of the Troy Trojans. And again, Stephen, when you look at that league, it, it is, I mean, I just, I start laughing because it's, it's, it is wacky and, and, and just, you know, it's one of those, one of those things. And you, you know, Ray Bob's that uh, congratulations, Ray, you're moving from 4A to 3A. And next thing you know, uh, but, oh, but oh, by the way, your opponents in district are going to be Troy, Rockdale, McGregor, Cameron Academy, and and Caldwell, so uh, you know it's it's just been one of those years. But you have Lorena, Troy, and Rockdale at two and one. McGregor, Cameron, and Academy at two and two. So six teams out of the seven within a half a game of each other, uh, and that just—I mean, it's just it it has been that way throughout the the, uh, the these first four weeks of district. And there's nothing that tells me that it's going to change. Nobody has separated in that district, and, and normally that's what you see. You see some teams early bunched up, but then you start to see one or two of those teams kind of separate, uh, like you, like in the 4A district. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, clearly Conley and and uh, Salado and China Spring have kind of separated themselves, and Salado really has separated themselves. They're sitting there in the in the big three. They're two and zero already in in that big three triangle. So, um, you know, there you go. I mean. No, no, nobody has. I'm curious to see what Rockdale does now that they seem to be back at full strength. Mm-hmm. But they had that uh, district opening loss to McGregor. So that's got them in the middle with everybody else right now. Uh, but it's uh, it's been an incredibly uh, chaotic and competitive league so far. And, and as a listener and a viewer and just a fan of – Texas, oh, it's, I, it's yeah. the yeah, yeah. Keep you know, come on, <laughs> we love it. Uh, and again, I'm sure as a coach, you're trying to go, what in the world? <laughs> right. what, what did I do to get this deal? But you know, uh, but from our standpoint, this is good stuff. I mean, to me, this is what Texas high school football is all about. Stuff mm-hmm. like this right here, and the other district that has, you know, uh, the the Rogers Eagles and and uh in lexington and all of those guys franklin franklin yeah i mean i mean that is a league uh to, to be reckoned with so there you go all right 5 12 12 minutes after five o'clock this is the matt mosley program as we roll through uh when we come back we're going to try to uh we're going to try to connect with stretch i think he may be you know he may be uh doing a little two-step or something in the at&t parking lot as we speak but we'll find out stretch smith coming up next here on on espn central texas there's a reason customers drive from all over texas to buy a ram pickup truck from cameron autoplex where they say it's always cheaper in cameron 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight and temperatures really not falling too much farther. About 66 degrees the low. Tomorrow it'll be mostly cloudy to start the day. There may be a little sunshine developing later on in the afternoon. But again, more clouds than anything. Highs top out at 84 degrees and cloudy skies to start today early on Wednesday. Otherwise turning mostly sunny by noon. Should be a nice afternoon with a high around 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Take a minute here and talk about Tom Nesbitt and uh, Brian Fonville and the entire crew over at Central National Bank, a proud sponsor of the Matt Mosley program. You know, if you wanted to reach out and, and visit with your family doctor, the last thing you, you, you would consider is picking up and, and calling some 800 number, some random 800 number. Same thing if you're trying to reach your personal accountant or uh, your uh, neighborhood mechanic. You wouldn't do that. So why would you do that when it comes to your uh, your banking? If, if you don't know your bank, then it's it's a high probability that your bank doesn't know you. And that's simply not acceptable at Central National Bank. You see, at Central National Bank, they believe in people over the process. They believe in listening over telling. And they believe in helping their customers over helping themselves. And they encourage you to experience the difference. Bank differently. Bank Central. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank. They're at 8320 West Highway 84 and also at 5400 Bosque Boulevard in Waco. Also 938 Canyon Creek Drive down in Temple and in Austin at 835 West 6th Street. CNBWaco.com. Remember Central National Bank, member FDIC. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950s-style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flair of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. For qualified buyers, see dealer for details. The kickoff savings event continues at Richard Carr with even bigger savings. All Buick, GMC, and Cadillacs in stock are priced to move. Save nine grand on a 2020 Sierra SLT Crew Cab. Get a 2020 Buick Encore for only $19.9 or save $10,000 on all 2020 Buick Enclaves in stock. Get here now. Log on now or let us bring a car to you. It's the Richard Carr kickoff savings event going on now. At Richard Carr, we give you more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Baylor was able to resume practice yesterday in anticipation of their game against the Longhorns on Saturday, and Coach Aranda talked about how nice it was to be back with this team earlier today. It's good to be back. Way we were able to condition some of the team, you know, last week throughout. You know, I think the ability now to recognize the team that you got to try to maximize the strengths and to try to minimize any inherent weaknesses, I think is is really key. You have a COVID playbook. And so I think like the ability to get our guys out and get them engaged and build excitement, I think all of that's there. The Cowboys will be in action tonight against the Cardinals at 7:15, and you can hear that game at ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Five eighteen. This is the Matt Mosley Show, brought to you in part by Central National Bank. Tom and Stephen taking you home on a Monday afternoon, getting you ready for some feetball. It is Feetball Monday, by the way. We got the Chiefs and the Bills, and right now in one of those seesaw matchups, Kansas City leads Buffalo thirteen to ten as they play late in the first half. A little rain starting to fall. Just another lovely day in uh, in the uh, the great state of New York. All right, we're going to welcome in from game time uh, here on ESPN Central Texas, weekdays 10 to noon, uh, Stretch Smith. And, uh, Glenn, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Good, guys. How are you doing today? Terrific. Hey, let's uh, let's dive right in. Uh, first of all, are you, are you in the parking lot at AT&T? Because, see, Stephen, he gets tickets to the game, and then you think he'd hook up his partner, but not the case. I, I, I don't. I, tell you what, I don't get that. I tell you what I. I tell you what I am, Tom. I'm in the kids zone, next to lot five. I have no ticket and no pass mm-hmm. to go in the game. I did get a good parking spot over here. It's about five yards off the set. And as soon as it's done, old Stretch is going to whip out of here and go to Papa Do's and watch the game right across the street here and have a little gumbo and see if I can figure out if I can. Uh, maybe grade some of these players so I can get on the radio tomorrow and sound somewhat intelligent. <laughs> well, Tom, did you get him a ticket to the Crawford game on Friday? I, I tried to, but he had a game to work. Uh, sure I, he, you did, Tom. Yeah. Hey. So, hey, hey, sir, me, huh? Go ahead. I'm telling you right now, Stephen, the answer is no. I mean, Tom. <laughs> a resounding. Tom wants, me, 
yeah, Tom wants me to be the little RCA dog when he's the big dog when I go to Crawford. <laughs> I have to just kind of sit there and look up at him and make sure he's all that's, right. that's a pretty good one, I got I got to tell you. So, Stretch, there's been a lot made, obviously, this week of, of Dak Prescott not being there after the ankle injury and, and, where, and where the Cowboys go short-term, long-term, and Andy Dalton's going to be the guy. But doesn't this game really come down to Dallas's ability to play defense against Kyler Murray and, and Arizona's prolific offense? Well, I think it's about limiting his touches, Tom, which would, to me means that it really goes back to Dallas being able to control the time and possession. Hopefully this offensive line can gel a little bit together and they can run the football. I think you've got to limit the turns that Kyler Murray gets the football. And the only way you can do that is to keep him on the sideline and, you know, have your offense go and convert third downs, make sure you stay in manageable third down situations, and then be able to take your shots when you get opportunities, which means you got to take some deep shots, but it also means you got to kick, uh, you got, you, you know, you can't kick field goals. When you get down there in the red zone, you got to go score. I I think ultimately they're going to have to score 30 to beat this team tonight. And the only way you do that is control the time of possession and make sure that you stick at the end zone when you get down there in the red zone. This is a defense. And I'm, I'm going to swing back over to that side of the ball because they're so pathetic. They're 27th in the league in yards, but more importantly, they're dead last in points allowed. I mean, you've got to, they've got to stumble into, trip over, uh, you know, waddle into a stop or two, don't they? Yes, yes. That's a, that's, that's a great point that you make. They've got to get one or two critical stops, whether that means an offensive penalty, whether that means a sack, whether that means a, a, a turnover. They've got to get one or two critical stops and then control the time of possession. But exactly what you're saying, Tom, I mean, this team has given up a record number of points. They, they've been out leveraged in about every game they've played. I'm hoping with Vanderash coming back in here and patrolling the middle of this defense, you'll be able to see him use his strength running sideline to sideline, and maybe they get, like you were saying, Tom, one or two critical stops that allows them to get the ball back for the offense. And then, you know, again, you still got to score 30, though, guys, to win this game. Stretch, I know the interior of that defensive line was already struggling, and, and then you lose Tristan Hill. How do you think they try to – I know McCarthy said it was going to be a bunch of different guys that sort of worked their, their way in, but how do, you, uh, how do you think they try to replace Hill's absence over, uh, over the next few weeks? Well, I think you're going to see you know, Tyrone Crawford move in there. I think on nickel situations, you'll see, you know, you'll see four pass rushers in the game. I mean, it won't be Don Terry Poe and Woods. I mean, you'll see the guys, you know, you'll, you, you'll, you'll see uh, the kid out of Kansas that they drafted. Dor uh, why am I, why am I, Dorrance Armstrong. Uh, uh, Dorrance Armstrong. You'll see him in the game some. I think you're going to see them have to play some of their defensive ends down inside in those three technique situations. And, uh, you know, that's the only way you're going to be able to do it. You're going to have to get out after the passer. They lost McCoy, and like you were seeing uh, or saying, Stephen, losing Tristan Hill, who was playing the best of those inside guys, uh, you know, will hurt them on these rundown situations. But tonight the game's going to be about getting after the quarterback and trying to get up the field and keep him in the pocket. And if Dallas can do that, 
they'll get those one or two critical stops. If they don't, if they allow him to run around and extend plays with his feet, and then he's got a core of receivers that, uh, you know, I think other than the Cowboys, those three, you know, you talk about Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, and obviously D Hop. I mean, those guys are going to get open, and and, and in, in a secondary that the Cowboys is probably that's their weakness. If you allow him to extend plays, it's only going to get worse. So they've got to get pressure on the quarterback, and then they've got to try to maintain him in that pocket and not let him get out, get outside, and get to doing the things that he's comfortable with, which is you know extending plays and running around and and making things happen with his feet. Glenn, you mentioned the uh, offense, and if they can if they can control the clock and control time of possession and things of that nature, then that gives them a much better opportunity with the with that defense to to win the football game. And yeah, I, I know you want to throw the football, and, and and everybody wants to throw the football in the NFL. But man, doesn't it come down to? And I I realize that the offensive line is thin, but doesn't it come down to Zeke being able to run the football? You've got to be able to. He's got to have twenty touches, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's got to, you got to, you got to feed him the football, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't work in the first quarter, doesn't work in the second quarter, you got to keep letting him hammer it in there. Here's the other thing: I'm for more. I'm not for these outside zone plays with these, you know, with these young tackles. I, w- I want to run the ball downhill. I want to get behind, you know, Zach, Connor, and 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 Biotis, Run that ball north and south, and let him stick it in there for three or four yards. And like I said, keep Andy Dalton in a very manageable second and third down situations and if you can do that and you keep hammering it in there with him eventually he will take he'll take a toll because he's such a punishing runner now you know how many touches he gets tom i'm with you i mean i'd 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 look at getting him the ball 20 to 25 times and i'm not talking about on swings and on screens Mm -mm. i'm talking about handing it to him and letting him hit it in there going back to the defense stretch i know trevon diggs has has drawn some tough assignments this year but I'm guessing he's going to be on on Hopkins a lot tonight. Uh, can you just discuss the challenge of that matchup with uh, with DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, he's going to have to come up and 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 play maybe the best receiver in the game. Now, you know he he, he did get to play. I mean, you know he get to get to play Cup. He got to play some of Julio Jones when Julio was you know was banged up with a hamstring. So he's seen. NFL caliber receivers. I think he'll be fine as long as the play doesn't get extended because when the play gets extended, that's when your defensive backs kind of, kind of, they lose the over the top help. There's guys coming all over the field. And when that happens, guys, I'm telling you, look for bad things to go down. That's why I don't want to see this quarterback outside the pocket, (laughs) scrambling, doing things with his feet and extending plays. Cause if he does, it will be a long night for the Cowboys, and it'll be a long night for Trayvon Diggs. And, oh, by the way, sorry to, to, to inform you, but Kyler Murray's pretty good at extending those plays, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you got a little bit of flair for the obvious right there, and that's what happens when you do about five hours of radio a day, right? you got to get me a little flair for the obvious. <laughs> is it still Monday? <laughs> it is still Monday. It is still Monday. <laughs> Stretch Monday night football, as a matter there of fact. There you go. Monday afternoon football going on, yeah. too. Uh, I know Vance Joseph likes to bring pressure, likes to bring the blitz a lot, and you got uh, a rookie center in Biotis and then Dalton back there at quarterback. How much of the responsibility and kind of identifying protections, that kind of thing, does that fall on the center? Does it fall on the quarterback? Is it a little bit of both? Is it situational? How do they sort of divvy that up? 
Well, they've got it. You know, the, the, the center's got to be better at, at, at reading and recognizing what's going on. Like you said, with Vance Joseph, he's a three, four guy. So they're going to, they'll, 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 they'll look like they're going to bring it one way and then turn it and bring it the other from a blitz standpoint. The thing that, that I like is this is not going to be Andy Dalton's. It's not like he's a, he, he's a rookie backup. It's not like we're putting Cooper Rush in the game. This guy's played a lot of football. He's seen a lot of blitzes. There's not any new football being invented. He's seen all the, you know, Sam Will, Mike Will. He's seen all the combinations of the blitzes. He's seen the safeties come. He's seen the corner cats. And I think that that's the great thing about having an experienced quarterback is he'll be able to navigate through those situations and be able to, you know, one thing about it, when you blitz, if you can beat them off the line, and I think this Cowboys receiving core can beat them off the line, you hit C.D. Lamb on one of those inside angles, you could turn this thing into a track meet in a hurry. And, you know, Vance Joseph will quit blitzing if you can beat him on the blitz one time, and I think that's what they've got to do. When they see those opportunities, they got to take them, and then Andy Dalton's got to hit it. Stretch, have you noticed that my guy here, Stephen, just doesn't seem to have a ton of confidence in uh, in, in his uh, his uh, fellow TCU uh, quarterback uh, Andy Dalton. Not like I, I think Andy Dalton's going to be fine. This is this is a guy that's taken what he's played seven. I mean, he's 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 going to be fine. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like that he's had a full week of practice. I like this offensive line is going to be more used to his cadence. Uh, he can't turn the ball over. They can't get in a situation where they're having to play from behind because if they do and then he has to throw it 50 times a game, it'll get really ugly. But if they can keep from turning the football over and, like I said, just let Andy Dalton manage the game and then help him take a few shots down the field, he'll be fine. If he has to throw it 50 times a game, it'll get ugly, guys. Yep. Hey, I know you got to run. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you in the morning. Thanks, thanks, man. Have a blessed day. All right. Uh, that is uh, Glenn Stretch-Smith. It's 5.30, Tom, and, and Stephen taking you home here on a Monday. And we got the Cowboys coming up in, in about a half an hour right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including second-ranked volleyball, winning two on the road at Texas Tech. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. How do you get the job done? With power. Get all the power you need in a new Ram. Alan Samuels presents Ram Power Days. Extra special savings and special factory financing on all new models. Hauling families to great places. Doing chores. Working hard. Alan Samuels will help you get the job done. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Shop, apply, buy online. We deliver. Alan Samuels, official auto dealer of the heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. 
coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman this Saturday as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Baylor, Texas, this Saturday from Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. These are unprecedented times, and they call us to care for each other in extraordinary ways. Help stop the spread of COVID-19 by following these precautions. Wear a face covering. Maintain social distance. Know and monitor the symptoms and stay home if you're sick. Let's put family first and sick COVID-19 together. Sick'em Bears. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat with the Texas Coast Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris. And welcome back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Wrapping up the weekend, Baylor Volleyball, ranked number two in the nation, went to Lubbock to play Texas Tech, knocking off the Red Raiders 3-2 on Friday. They followed that with a 3-0 shutout on Saturday. Baylor Volleyball now 7-1 on the season, ranked number two in the nation. Next action will be this Friday and Saturday, again on the road in Ames against Iowa State. Meanwhile, Baylor soccer made the long road trip to Morgantown, West Virginia to take on the seventh-ranked Mountaineers. Baylor played tough but fell 2-1 to West Virginia. Soccer back home and in action Thursday evening at home, hosting Kansas State at Betty Lou Mays Field. Also, Baylor men's tennis competing at the TCU Invitational. They finished 500 in their matches through the weekend. Women's cross country finishes third in College Station. The men finish fifth. And Baylor football scheduled to be back in action this Saturday on the road in Austin against the University of Texas. It's a 2.30 kickoff Saturday for the Bears and the Longhorns. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Baylor was able to resume practice yesterday in anticipation of their game against the Longhorns on Saturday, and Coach Aranda talked about how nice it was to be back with this team earlier today. It's good to be back. We were able to condition some of the team you know, last week throughout. You know, I think the ability now to recognize the team that you got to try to maximize the strengths and to try to minimize any inherent weaknesses, I think is is really key. You have a COVID playbook. And so I think like the ability to get our guys out and get them engaged and build excitement, I think all of that's there. The Cowboys will be in action tonight against the Cardinals at 7:15, and you can hear that game at ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Five thirty-six, ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stephen taking you home here on this uh, Monday afternoon. I was kidding you a minute ago about uh, Andy Dalton. What, I mean, seriously, what are your thoughts on on Andy Dalton? I, again, I, and I'll tell you mine. I, I think I think the guy is 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 more than 
just a backup quarterback. I think he's a starting quarterback. I think he has starting quarterback skills. Uh, he it, it just, for whatever reason, didn't work for him in Cincinnati, and uh, he had an opportunity to come back here. And, you know, and if he gets a chance to showcase his skills, who knows what, what happens for Andy Dalton. But he's got a year. I mean, he's going to play – He's going to play 10 or 11 football games for this team. Well, I certainly think he's capable. I mean, he's definitely the best backup in the league. I don't really feel like there's – well, Nick Foles technically was a backup, so maybe you throw him in there. But I just uh, – I don't know. I feel like the belief, and I understand where people are coming from, that this offense could maybe be better for this team with him in there because you're going to commit to running the football more potentially and protecting your defense. I'm just – I'm still pretty convinced that to win, they're going to have to win a lot of shootouts, and I don't think Andy is in a place to really do that. But he stepped in. That was a tough situation last week. Ooh. I mean, you have a, a slight lead, and you're driving, and you feel pretty good about things, and then the leader goes down. Uh, it's a really ugly injury, and you have to suddenly pick things up, and he got them down the field uh, late in the game. He went 9 of 11. I'm just curious to see what happens tonight on when they get behind the sticks or on third and seven and you got to have a big throw and they bring the house can he step in there and and make those plays and and go score for score with a pretty good cardinals offense they're going to need some big stops tonight if you're asking him to scramble you're asking the wrong dude if you're asking him to slide a little bit and and buy you know he may be okay there. but And the other thing about it is, Stephen, and, and, and people don't talk a whole lot about it, but this may – if there's a deeper receiving core in the NFL, I'd like to meet them. You've got five or six guys on this Cowboy team that really can go make plays for you. I mean, look at that when they ran that reverse uh, down on the goal line and they threw to Dak. Who was in the game? Did you see any of the top two, top three receivers for the Cowboys in the game on that play? No, they weren't. They're very deep at the receiving core. So you, they've got guys that know how to go find space, know how to – what they call it, finding grass. And, and they're going to be very beneficial for Andy Dalton. Uh, and, again, they've got five or six guys that can play that position. And, and they'll, go, they'll go find space for him. And, you know, if, if the offensive line can just give him a second to throw the football – but I got to believe that people are going to bring the house, don't you? I think right out of the box, you're going to see yes. they're coming. Well, you've talked about it with Midway. I mean, uh, Westlake brought the house, and Grand Prairie did something similar. And teams are going to do that until they show they can block it. And tonight, you're already facing a guy in Vance Joseph and the Cardinals who uh, they like to bring pressure. That's what they do. Stretch said they run that 3 4. They like to bring pressure from different angles. And they're going to bring it tonight, and if they can't stop it, then when they play the Washington football team next week, I'm sure they'll do the same thing. Yeah, they're going to try to make him uncomfortable, get him off his spot. <laughs> One good thing is he's played behind bad offensive lines in Cincinnati. His whole career. So he, he understands. <laughs> this is grade eight. <laughs> get, getting the ball out of his hands in a hurry and that type of thing. I don't think he'll be super phased by it. But, yeah, they're going to they're gonna bring pressure. And, I mean, that's, that's football 101. If you want to – limit somebody's passing game or make an offense just in general really stagnant. It It's not so much your secondary as it is getting to the quarterback and hitting them and making them make off foot, you know, throws off the wrong foot and off schedule plays. That's uh that's tough to do. And that's, that's not what Andy's necessarily great at. So they're, they're going to try to 
to make that happen tonight. And, and, and Stretch is right. I mean, if you can if you can extend drives, convert third downs, and keep the ball out of Kyler Murray's hands, then then that gives you a much better opportunity. However, we all know that he's going to get his touches. And, and at some point in the football game, once or twice, they've got to get the, – they being the Cowboy defense, they've got to get – Arizona off the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can't be just swap scores. If you swap scores, you're getting beat. And, and that's, I mean, they just, they're not built to do that uh, right now with, with, even, I'm not sure that that's the plan with Dak in the game, but it's certainly not the plan with, with him out of the, out of the game. But you just don't want to trade scores. I no. mean, and that's what's going to happen if you can't figure it out because they're, they're going to move the football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arizona. And- the Cardinals have not forced a lot of turnovers this year, but the Cowboys have given the ball away a lot. So, oh, that, they'll just lay it on the ground for you. That can't happen either. You can't end up in a two-score, three-score score hole early in the game because you're just you're not built for that. And they're yes, they're going to find a way to get stops. And Stretch talked about maybe it's an offensive penalty, maybe it's a sack. You you have to find a way to get off the field. And they've. They've gotten teams. That's been one of the frustrating things about this defense. They've gotten teams in third down a lot. Third and long a lot. Third and long, and they can't get off the field. And uh, you have to find a way to do that. And I think a lot of that comes back to just not a consistent pass rush. I mean, if if on third down, when everybody in the world knows you're going to pass, you can't get to the quarterback, then it allows these receivers to start working their way back and break off those routes. And uh, they can just sort of lead the corner or safety or whoever it might be, wherever wherever they please. Van Rish back in the middle, Smith back to the outside. What does that do? Uh, obviously, it kind of cuts Smith loose a little bit, doesn't it? It does, and I think from a communication standpoint, Van Der Esch has, you would hope as a middle linebacker, has a better idea of what they're trying to do, what, what the scheme's going to be. And you really haven't had him all year. I mean, he got hurt early in that Rams game. Mm-hmm. So um, he can come in and, and get downhill I'm a little concerned about Jalen Smith playing on the outside as far as him being more in coverage because I think his lateral movement is is pretty limited. But he's he's an athletic guy. This is what they drafted him to do. So having people back at their natural position is a good thing, and uh, you hope it gives you some stability. What kind of shape is Van Der Esch in from a football standpoint? How many snaps can he play? Can he play every snap? I don't think he, he can. Maybe he does, but... You would think it would take him a little time to get back into into football shape. So we'll see how when when they spot rest him, if you will. You would think so. And Joe Thomas has done a nice job. So do you spell Vanderush with him? Is he kind of move all over the formation? Uh, that'll be interesting to see. And you know, Alden Smith has played well. He had a really good first couple of weeks, and then last few weeks he hasn't been as active. So can he get back in there? Can Demarcus Lawrence, who showed some things. Uh, against the Giants could he get to the quarterback a few times and can they keep Kyler in the pocket these are all the the big questions for for the defense but having Van Der Esch back I mean you can't have enough good linebackers and, and he certainly fits that bill when he's healthy so that is uh that's the Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals coming up at seven fifteen tonight and again we uh will have the broadcast beginning at six o'clock about 15 minutes away yep about 15 minutes away with uh Brad and and Babe and Christy and, and the entire crew for Monday Night Football and look forward to to that right here on your home for Dallas Cowboys football. It's 545-15 in front of six. This is the Matt Mosley Show brought to you in part by Central National Bank. And we're back with the dismount. We're 
coming back with that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. You know, every time I think I've kind of got a handle on Garrett, I learned something new, Stretch. Here's a guy that <laughs> just wouldn't give you a plug nickel for chicken fried steak, but he tells me that deep fried summer sausage is at the top of his list. I just said it's at the top of my list. I said it's pretty dang good, though. Well, Golly, deep fried summer I mean, sausage. making me grab for a sleeve of Tums right just thinking about it. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org and CUA Equal Housing Lender. Genco. Close your eyes and imagine this with me. Two all-beef patties, American and Monterey Jack cheese, sizzling bacon, and the smooth, roasted heat of hatch green chilies, all on a five-inch bun. You hungry yet? Good news. You just don't have to imagine anymore. You could taste it yourself on the new hatch green chili bacon burger at Whataburger. Make this flavorful fantasy a reality, but do it soon. You can only get this burger for a limited time. So get down to Whataburger and get your hands on this perfect burger while you still can. It's Ram Power Days at Cameron Auto Plex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon, and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus competitive pickup owners get an additional $1,000 off. Well, how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Ram Power Days won't last much longer, so make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition 
nutritional supplements has what your body needs. Cooper Complete has a special offer just for listeners to the Matt Mosley Show. Buy any two bottles of Cooper Complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free. Just use coopercomplete.com, the coupon code ESPN2020. That's three bottles of Cooper Complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code ESPN2020 at coopercomplete.com. Live longer, live better with Cooper Complete nutritional supplements. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. That's wrong. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two-for-28-dollar meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for the menu. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook. Ready to kick off as a first-time homebuyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. It's time for the dismount. For a final look at today's top stories, here's Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox. Tom Barfield, Stephen Simcox in for Matt uh, on this Monday afternoon. It's 551. Stephen, dismount, what are we getting to today? Well, we have a a weird Tom Herman quote. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I feel like we get one of these a week. Like, he just has a, a quote that's very odd. I'm not sure what question he's responding to here. Uh, but Horns247 says Tom Herman, and this is in his press conference today, says Texas is scouring the Baylor message boards to try to glean as much information as possible. And he said, in a quote, if there's anything like ours, a guy sprains an ankle and the sky is falling. So I don't know if he's scouring these message boards because there's not that many games, so he just doesn't know a lot about this team. He doesn't know who's available because they had this big COVID. I think you're two for two. Outbreak. I think you're two for two. But he is—he's trying to find information, and he has now turned to Baylor fan sites to uh, to try to get that done. That doesn't don't most head coaches do that? Don't they look at the the uh, the fan sites? He well, he's probably got a GA doing it. I'm just curious. Pretty much all those are behind a paywall, and uh, it probably is a GA. So does the GA have to? <laughs> Yeah, pay for one every week does he try to sign up for like a week free trial every game week but make sure you cancel or it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna dock your credit card he's constantly getting like a new email so he can try to sign up for a new uh, a new message board site <laughs> but uh, no you're right i'm sure it's just some ga scouring but it, it i guess it makes sense in that they don't really know a lot about kind of who will be available on or Saturday. was he just flat out being facetious maybe he was so I mean, <laughs> or was it just a quote that was taken he had a quote about gary patterson when they played tcu and he said uh 
Gary doesn't do much on defense. And what he meant was they don't really do – they don't have, like, an exotic scheme. They just kind of play – They're base and they're yeah, good at, at base defense. They're base and they play very fundamentally sound. But the reporter just took – he doesn't do much on defense and everybody ran with it, of Well, course. translating, he's lazy. He doesn't want to coach defense anymore. Right. Um, Holy moly. So, yeah, Tom Herman well, – he might be listening to our station. If you're listening, Tom – uh thank you and yeah, thanks for the hit on syntechsportsfan.com <laughs> we'll try we'll try to get you some information through the week <laughs> as as we acquire it yeah. um, by the way baylor's going to the wishbone this week <laughs> <laughs> charlie is charlie brewer gonna play who knows we no know no he ain't no he's tired he didn't want to play this week <laughs> tom uh speaking of college football mm-hmm. we're gonna get the big 10 back this week yay Big Ten, they're the best conference in America. We've, Just ask them. We've made it to late October, which means uh, we'll get some Big Ten games. Some of the games of note, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio State, Nebraska. Uh, God, the, I hope the Cornhuskers win that football mm-hmm. game. Yeah, it'd be nice. I, I don't see it happening. No. Ohio State, by the way, number five in the country. Even no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. That's what the AP says, but no, they're not. You've got teams that have played four games. When you have four games under your belt, then then in year four and zero, then you can be number five. But when it's when yours is a preseason ranking and everybody else is a midseason ranking, no, you're not. Sorry. In Wisconsin, number fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. And yeah, Michigan, Minnesota ranked. I don't love the idea of ranking teams I haven't played, but that's uh, that's where we are in the. Uh, in the college football season right now. That's where we are every year in college football. That's what sells those preseason magazines. But uh, I'm a big believer that uh, you shouldn't have a – if you're going to use a poll, you shouldn't have that poll until you're at least three or four weeks into the season. You kind of get a sampling of what the team is about. Okay, we'll close with a call. we got Guy on hold. Hello, Guy. How are you this afternoon? Doing pretty good. Glad to hear you back on radio, Mr. Barfield. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. What's going on? I have a question for you guys. I mean, maybe it's just me. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a particular quarterback in the NFL that seems like every time he gets breathed on, he jumps up looking for a flag, and his name is Aaron Rodgers. Am I, am I the only one that notices that? He did it a couple of times yesterday. He was looking around like he was confused. He does that every time he gets touched. And I'm like, dude, why? Is it, did he forget that football is a contact sport? Well, for quarterbacks, it may not be. I yeah, mean, guy, I, I think it's just a factor of the rules. But I get what you're saying. He he does that a lot. Tom Brady is, is like that, too. He'll, you know, sell it. Um, you see it, and when you, you can't hit him high, you can't hit him low, you can't really hit him anywhere. So I, I guess he's just taking advantage of the rules. But, yeah, Aaron is uh, – he's he's a smart dude, and he, he tries to take yep. advantage of that. Sell it. Hey, guy, thank you, and I appreciate your phone call. It is uh, 555. We've got Cowboy football coming your way here at the top of the hour and again uh, right now on your way home uh you can get to the house and you can watch the uh, second half of kansas city and buffalo right now midway through the third quarter the chiefs are leading the bills 13 to 10 this game kind of turned hasn't it Stephen? i mean it was it was back and forth early in the first mm-hmm. quarter and now all of a sudden it's kind of the brakes are on and and both defenses are kind of taking control of the game yeah midway through the third and uh only 23 points combined, so there it's, it's been kind of a slog. All right, uh, thank you for calling, and thanks for uh, hitting us up on the text line. We appreciate it. We'll do it again tomorrow morning with game time at 10, and then again tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Have a great evening, and, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.